Hey everyone, this is Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. And today we're being joined by Jordan, who is currently an eighth grader at a middle school in Kennewick, Washington. So last week we had an episode where we talked about the deeply rooted sexism of traditional dress codes in school. And Jordan recently had an experience related to that. So Jordan, do you mind telling us a little bit about what happened? Um, Yeah, so basically I was at school and I was wearing a shirt that was, it was had spaghetti straps and it was a little bit, it was a little bit short. And the security guard at my school came up to me and said, you know, you need to go to the office. So I went to the office and the principal was like, this is not acceptable. You have to put something over this. And I said, why should I do that? I don't think I have to do that. And yeah, and then they were just, they had to call my mom because I refused to put a sweater on because I thought it was ridiculous, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Yeah. That's already so messed up. I I don't know if you heard the last episode, but um, I've also had dress code experiences similar to this. So I know how annoying it is. And I'm assuming that (laughs) these people were like males they were like male authority figures. Correct. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. So like what happened afterwards? Like, did your mom come in? Was she like, you know, no, my daughter's not going to put on a sweater? Well, so I told my mom, I called my mom and I was like, mom, like I'm in the office. This is ridiculous. I'm not putting one on. And she was like, um, I agree. You shouldn't have to, but you know, just to get through the school day, put it on. I was like, that's like, I was basically saying I'm not doing that. And she's like, I'll email them after we'll talk about it. I ended up putting my sweater on for like a second, then ended up taking it off. But my mom emailed the school about how she just thought it was the whole situation was just unacceptable, pretty much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So what was the school's response to that when like she emailed them? So the school basically just said, you know, we don't make the rules of the district. We kind of just have to follow them. So when I asked them, you know, why do I have to do this? They pretty much just said, you know, we don't know. We don't make the rules. So I thought, you know, if you're going to enforce these rules, you should know why you have them. And they didn't have an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this a common experience, like, amongst people, specifically girls at your school? Yeah. Um, even today, my friend, I saw her get dress coded because her shorts were too short. And they were, like, a little bit higher than her knee. So it's very... It's something that happens very often, especially in my school. Yeah, one of the follow-up questions I had was, did you see change after you had your family email school and say, hey, we think this is wrong? And clearly not. Like, Right. But did you see anything within like the student body, or is it just the same as it had been before? I mean, there's lots of other people who I've talked to who are like, you know, we definitely need to do something about this because it's just unacceptable. But, you know, nothing really has changed Mm -hmm. i'm really sorry to hear that yeah it's so frustrating um i feel like one thing we all have in common for sure is that we're all teen girls and we all have like different ways of dressing to express ourselves like today i'm wearing like a skirt and a tank top and i was surprised that like i didn't get dress coded i feel like our school wouldn't do that but if you were to wear something like like this do you would you like feel comfortable like just walking around or are you like I'm gonna get dress coded I'm gonna get dress coded yeah I'm always scared I'm gonna get dress coded I mean always like even if I'm not breaking the dress code 
I'm always I always think so that they're gonna have something to point out yeah that's so annoying wait yeah. so what is your dress code like do you have like a list of things you can't wear yeah um so it's just like you can't show the midriff you can't show your shoulders you can't show like cleavage you can't you can't have your shorts to a certain length and you can't just have like offensive stuff on your shirt which that makes sense but yeah. I think that the overall like the amount of skin that you can show like you can't show this this part of your body or this part of your body especially by male authority figures telling you that this is what you have to do is ridiculous because I've never seen a male at my school get dress coded I was yeah, just gonna anything. say do you think the dress code is like um a universal thing between all students or is it just targeting girls I think it's I'm not saying that there are there aren't schools that have a dress code specifically towards guys but I think it's mainly targeted for girls pretty much mm-hmm. I think I guess that's kind of an effect of like deeply rooted I don't know misogyny sexism yeah. like I've never seen a guy get dress coded like he could be wearing a tank top and he nothing would happen yeah um a question i have is you know you're trying to put this change through at your school is in the future is that something you'd want to um try to do like be a lawyer and fight for those changes in the classroom against sexism all that or is it just something you want to try to have on the side or is it like a career aspiration i mean i've definitely thought about it i mean i haven't thought about it much but i've you know, thought about it, like, because it's just so messed up that, yeah, it's crossed my mind where I can make this a part of my life more. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophie just mentioned that, like, dress codes um, are really sexist and they target girls. And another aspect of it is that they, like, sexualize girls. Like you said, yeah. like the shoulder yeah. thing. Like, who looks at a shoulder and is like, wow. You know, yeah. shoulder, you know, it's weird. Exactly. So girls are definitely being sexualized. So in that moment, when you were being dress coded, when that male security guard came up to you and he was like, this, you know, it, this is not it. Go to the office. Did you feel like you were being sexualized? Like, I can't I mean, imagine it is, that. Yeah, it's just, it's an uncomfortable, especially when male is telling you that. It's weird. Like, you know, it's also, your shirt's a little bit low. I'm like, why are you focusing on me like why it shouldn't be a problem the problem is you not me if you're looking at my shirt like that if you're taking that my shirt that way like it's distracting you and others how is that my problem and it's just an overall uncomfortable situation exactly I've like I heard people saying like oh yeah you can't have your shoulders out that's distracting to the boys that's not our problem that's on the boys like why a shoulder shouldn't be distracting. I've, that's just like an excuse. And it's really messed up that your school's response wasn't, I'm really sorry. Like, we definitely need to, you know, make some change. Their response was, well, that was the rules that we were given. And I feel yeah. like that can apply to bigger settings, like bigger companies or just like our society in general. Like some people don't know why, you know, there are these sexist rules in place. It's just what we were taught. So yeah. what do you think is one thing that you could do to make sure that, you know, for your future kids, if you decide to have any, or just like, you know, young girls and boys in general, like what's one thing you could teach them? I mean, 
I think just like don't let other people tell you like what you can do or don't let others set your own boundaries for you because you know you if you know your own limits you know your comfort zone you don't need other people to tell you what you can and can't do pretty much i feel like that's really good yeah Yeah, and i also want to ask you i feel like since you're saying this has happened to your friends and stuff this is probably not the first time this has happened to you or is it like you know has this you know been a you know recent constantly occurring thing it's definitely a constantly occurring thing. It was just this one time where I was put in the office and I was like, I'm not putting my sweater on or I'm not going to cover up where it became more of a, it became a bigger thing. I had to, I had to stay in what we call ISS. Basically I just got in school suspension because oh. I refused to cover up basically. So and it was because of it had happened to me multiple times. But this was the one time where I was like, no, I'm not going to do that, where it just became a much bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Did you know what consequences you would face for that? Like, I can imagine um, uh, what that would feel like. Were you scared or was it just like, I'm done with this? Uh, this is not OK. I mean, I was kind of when they're like, yeah, you have to stay here for the rest of the day. I was kind of like I was not aware that this was going to happen. I was kind of nervous, but I wasn't like. I wasn't thinking, oh, I shouldn't have said that or I should have just done that. I wasn't really thinking about that. I was just like, my parents are going to be mad at me pretty much. Like, I wasn't really thinking, oh, I should have just covered up. Like, I, the thought to just follow what they were telling me really didn't come into my mind. Mm. I think that's definitely the first step in making change in your school and in schools in your district and schools in the state and on and on and on, this big chain reaction So I think it's really good that you're standing up to that. And I hope that fellow people who have been dress coded, who are going to get dress code in the future, make that stance as well. So it's brought to the forefront of these administrators' minds. Yeah. And as somebody who has been dress coded many, many times, especially when I went to my private school, I always had my girlfriends like backing me up. They were hyping me up like, yes, Grace, your entire outfit goes against our entire rule book. But yes, (laughs) Queen, like... Did you have that support system? You know, what was, I guess, like your student body reaction? I mean, if I showed up to school and it was like, obviously, like, this is breaking the dress code. I had all my friends like, join your outfit's so cute, but you know that someone's going to come up to you. And I was like, yeah, I know. So that's that's pretty much what, because everybody knew, like, especially because me, because I was so, they knew that I, that was typical of me. They pretty much were like, yeah, that's cute, but that's what's going to happen to you. So nobody else was like willing to kind of stand with you on that? Or was it just like they're just wanting to follow the rules, you know, not get in the way? I mean, you know, I have lots of friends who have been dress coded multiple times. But if they're like, yeah, you need to cover up, they'll be like, okay, whatever. And then leave because they just don't want to cause any more drama. Whereas I honestly really don't care. I think generally for our school, the teachers are somewhat apologetic in the instances that there are like dress code issues. But was that like the same with your school? Like, are most of the teachers apologetic or are they just like, no, you're going? Yeah, they're just like, if I have anything to say, like, oh, like, you know, like if I have a question at all, there's no apologies. There's no anything. There's just like, yeah, you just need to do that and then go to your next class or we're going to have a problem or something. There's no apologies definitely not yeah the worst feeling 
um, especially for me, was when my female teacher, um, a teacher that I really, really liked and confided in, she was the one who was like, I can't do this today. Like, just go like, aren't you supposed to be on my side too? That was like, what was, um, what I was thinking, you know, aren't you supposed to be supporting me? And also as a teacher and also as a woman, shouldn't you be uplifting other women instead of, you know, playing by this misogynistic traditional, you know, book? Um, did you have any like female teachers particularly that also dress coded you? Yeah. Um, so sometimes I get dress coded by the security guard and other times I get dress coded by this one teacher who is a female who then I go to the security guard from her. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's weird in a sense, like to have, to have that person, like to have, a f- especially because she's a female, but I also, you know, she's a teacher that I like and to tell me like, you're showing too much. Like, why are you, why are you telling me that? Like, why are you just agreeing to this when it's obviously targeting, including you? Mm-hmm. Do you think that if there were, wait, how do I explain this? Hold on. <laughs> um, do you think that those teachers like wanted to stand with you or do you think they just support the system a hundred percent? I mean, I don't, I, I think that they just really don't want to get in trouble with the school, get in trouble with anyone who's their boss, anyone who has a, uh, an authority over them. They just kind of want to follow what they got, you know, do what they got to do pretty much. I think that would really create, at least for me, a feeling of distrust in my teachers and the whole school. Did you, do you feel that? I mean, yeah, definitely. So just to get the story straight, this happened in middle school and you're like about to graduate middle school? Correct, yeah. Okay, so do you know if like the high school you're going to also has a dress code? Like, have you heard any stories? So I haven't, but I have not. But it's it's in the same district, and I know that the district goes on, like the whole, the dress code is for the entire district. Okay, okay. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm kind of like, okay, elementary school dress code, like, is that even a thing? For me, um, one of the elementary schools that I went to, we had uniforms. So I'm guessing the school you went to didn't have a dress code until middle school, right? So I wasn't, I didn't, um, I'm not from Kennewick, so I didn't go to the elementary school in the district. Um, I'm trying to remember, I don't even think the elementary school I went to had a dress code. Yeah. Because I didn't have uniforms. Yeah, probably not. I remember my reaction um, was like, oh, finally, middle school, like you can dress however you want. And then I would get dress coded. Yeah. And it's just it's so weird, too, because it's like when we're going through puberty. So we're already feeling kind of weird about our bodies. Like, you know, what's growing on my chest? Like, what's happening? Like, why does everybody smell that? Like, it's so weird. And when authority figures are making it even weirder. um, Yeah. It can exactly. like definitely make you feel um, kind of insecure about your body sometimes. I don't know. Did you feel that way at all? I mean, yeah, because I definitely did. Because when they were pointing out like, oh, we can see this, we can see that. It made me like hyper focus on, you know, what was being. So like I, just, I wasn't really even thinking about that. I kind of just thought, oh, I like this shirt. I'm going to wear it. Not everyone can see this and everyone can see that. So it kind of pretty much did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people like kind of internalize stuff about the dress code. I know I did this back at my middle school. 
I remember this one girl had like an off the shoulder top and I was like, just from a, a place of like caring for her, I was like, are you sure you should wear that? Like once you get dress coded? But I never really thought about like why she would have to get dress coded. It was just something I was always taught. Um, so I think it's really valuable that you already know that it's not right. And you're already, you know, taking a stand, which I think is great because it took me a while to realize that like giving in to this misogynistic system is wrong. You know, have you always kind of like known that it was wrong or did you have to figure that out yourself? I mean, I think it's, it's been definitely been more recent because I think recently I've started to like express myself more, especially in clothes. So what I wear kind of says a lot about like, you know, what I like, what I, whatever. I kind of like to express myself through what I wear. So it's been more prevalent where I've realized, you know, like, why is that okay? Like really starting to think about like, well, why is that that case? Like, why is the skin on my shoulder different than the skin on my, on my hand? Like, what's the difference? So I think like really processing in my head has been a lot more recent. Mm -hmm. I think asking questions is also a big part of it. Like I know you said when you asked questions, they just they didn't have answers. And I think that's like totally messed up because if you're supporting this system, I feel like you should know why. So, yeah, I'm really glad that you've asked those questions. I wish I could have done that when I was like in middle school a while ago. Well, not a while ago, like a year ago. Um, but yeah, I think it's really valuable to be asking questions. So I think that's really cool that you can do that. For those of you who might not be able to see, Jordan has really cool earrings and rings. Like you can see her jewelry. And that just makes me like, it just makes me so sad because I can already tell she has amazing style. And who wouldn't want to express that? Like if you know how to dress, then like dress well. But then when you have like, your own school, your own teachers telling you, oh, you can't wear that. And it's not because it's not cute. It's because apparently there's, you know, something we can see on your body and that's distracting. That just yeah. makes me so sad and angry. Yeah. Like you guys were saying earlier, like when you're in middle school, when you're going through puberty, you're figuring yourself out, not only like physically, but like your style and your like emotions and fashion like plays a big role in that whether your fashion is just wearing some like clothes you've worn for elementary school to finding out your new style with things that are typically for like quote unquote more mature bodies you know it's figuring that out and for like different places to restrict that I think that's also limiting not only your self-expression but like your future you know because who knows you could be from one outfit you could realize oh hey I want to go to a fashion school and on and on and on you know <laughs> yeah I know for me personally I prefer to wear like tighter fit clothes shorter I'm not today but that's not the point um <laughs> but every time I go in public I'm always constantly thinking like oh is this too much stomach and I never understood why I have to think like that I've been taught to be like insecure or like cautious about my midriff and stuff when really it's like you said it's just the same as the skin on my hand there's no difference I don't understand why it has to be like this and it's honestly really messed up do you think do you think there's a possibility for change in the future or is this like something that we'll probably continue seeing I mean I think that there's lots of other people who um agree with agree with us so I think that there's definitely possibility for change in the future. I just don't know how how far in the future, how soon in the future that would be. 
I think also part of that is that these dress codes come from a place of quote unquote love, you know, like women, you know, you can get taken advantage of. And that's just the way the world works right now. And it's terrible. But when the thing that society thinks is when we put those dress codes in place, when more women are going to be protected, when it's really not that case, you know. And I think when we have people like you, Jordan, speaking out and saying, hey, like, I know that I know what could happen to me. And I realize that, but I'm not going to change my outfit because it's not hurting anyone. I think that's really the next step in educating others. Yeah, I don't know, Jordan, how much you've listened to our podcast, but we're always talking about like sports. Like if you know Sophie, she will not stop talking about volleyball. <laughs> and for me, like one of the first questions that I asked Sophie when I found out she played volleyball was like, what do you wear? Because usually, I don't know, for my old school, they had like spandex and stuff, but then they got rid of it. So I was wondering, like, do you play any sports? Have you gotten, I don't know, told not to wear certain things? Or maybe if you work out on your own, sometimes before you go out, are you like, hmm, is this too much skin? So I used to play lots of sports. I don't anymore, but I've actually never been told, you know, you know, for the sport you're playing, this isn't appropriate. I think honestly, it's the opposite. I actually think lots of women's sports compared to men's sports. I think the outfits are honestly a lot more sexualized than men's sports. Like if you think about a women's soccer uniform versus a men's soccer uniform or a, like a men's gymnastics uniform or a girls' gymnastics uniform, and I can go on and on. But I honestly think that I've, I've never been told playing a sport that that's too much skin. I honestly think it's kind of the opposite when it comes to professional sports and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you've never, you know, gotten told not to wear certain things. For me personally, um, we recently got a treadmill because I was like, you know what? Sometimes I like going running at like 10 p.m., but I can't do that. And then now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, who's stopping me? Like, who is stopping me from leaving my house and going on the run that I want to go on? Um, And I feel like sometimes, like Sophie said, there are things in our head that or things in our heads that we can't get rid of quite yet, like these rules and things that we were told to follow from a young age. Um, When you were growing up, were you told not to do a certain thing or not to wear a certain thing um, because your maybe parent or guardian or whoever was afraid that you were going to get sexualized? Um, Not that I remember. My family's, you know, both of my parents are, pretty progressive so I don't think that not that I remember there's nothing really that they said you can't do this or you can't do that so no not really I'm really glad to hear that yeah, yeah. Um, I think every parent should be moving towards an era where you know young girls and boys are taught the same things and um, I'm pretty sure it was Sophie who said that like growing up she was uh, told not to wear something around a certain male family member yeah, that was me. I remember, like, every time this certain male family member would be coming over, I'd be wearing something. As, like, a young child, it it wasn't revealing or anything, but my mom was like, yeah, Sophie, blank is coming over. You should go change because, you know, sometimes he says weird stuff. And that really puts me on edge, like, the fact my own family member, who is a lot older than me, is thinking about me in that way. 
It's so messed up. Have you have you ever had an experience like that? I honestly, I haven't had an experience like that, but that's because I get honestly, to be completely honest, I get really uncomfortable around my male family members. I don't know why, but that's just how it is. So when I know that they're coming over or if I'm going to go see them, I tend not to wear things that are not as revealing. Um, just, I don't know. It just makes me nervous, I guess. I get uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's just, again, once the deeply rooted things that we have as women in the back of our minds being like, oh, hey, we're around these kinds of people. We shouldn't dress like that. And fighting against that and trying to see change while also having to be mindful like Grace was saying, not going on runs at night, you know. It's these back and forth thoughts that we have to face. And I think, once again, Jordan, your first step of speaking out is a really good way to combat those thoughts. Yeah, for sure. And um, I remember when I would get dress coded, it was like sixth and seventh grade. I would always have like my upperclassmen friends telling me like, Grace, like you're not going to get in that much trouble, you know, if anything they're in the wrong don't worry about it and I would get like support from my like older female friends so I guess you're that older female friend now to the younger kids so I guess like do you have any last words of advice or can you just give us a summary about how you feel about dress codes I mean I think I think dress codes don't make sense just because there's no wherever, again, like I said, there's no difference between skin on one part of your body than the other part of your body. Like this is acceptable and this isn't. And I just, yeah, I just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all feel the same way. Um, and thank you so much for, you know, coming on here and sharing your story. Um, even though it might've been like a, small thing or maybe it would have been a big thing I don't know it's still very impactful especially to me like hearing somebody else who you know kind of went through the similar thing Um, I'm really glad that you came here today and we're also thankful that you shared your story with us thank you all so much for listening to this today and I hope that you've been able to take something away whether that be fighting against the dress code in your life or just seeing Texas acts and saying hey that's not cool you know We all have our part to play to educate ourselves and each other, and I hope that everyone listening goes and pursues that. Um, Once again, thank you so much for listening. You can catch us on Instagram at Rice and Shine Podcast and almost all streaming platforms at Rice and Shine with the ampersound symbol. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today, Jordan. Yeah, of course.